Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I am your host. And, man, I am super excited. Uh, Christmas, which is my favorite holiday, was on Sunday. I was at work, uh, so we celebrated it on Monday. So lots of Christmas cheer this uh, week. Um, super excited. Unfortunately, I've already taken down my Christmas ornaments. So, it, you know, 365 more days, 364 one more days, whatever it is until Christmas next year. Unfortunately, I work Christmas next year, too. Three years in a row. Um, and then I'll be off for five years, so that works. Uh, everybody has to spend their time. It sucks, but everybody has to do it. Um, let's see here. Today is December 29th. I'm recording a day early because i got to go to work tomorrow. You can probably tell by my voice that I am sick, so there's... Um, lots of fluids coming out of my face and tears and other such things. So hopefully, um, that won't interfere with this podcast, but I am losing my voice, which is awesome. Um, I don't, I can't tell if I sound like a really cool smoker guy or just a really pathetic teenage loser because it just cracks at random times. But I do have my lovely, um, bourbon and seven up which really helps with the sore throat and coats the throat so I can actually talk. Medically proven. I don't know if it is, but it's medically proven that that works. If not, it makes me feel better anyway. So let's talk about a couple of things. First, um, there are so many things that I want to talk about on this show, and my Insta paper is just chocked full of crap. Um, not crap. Great articles written throughout the week, sometimes even 20 and 30 articles. And I can only do a few of these so that I don't sound like a babbling idiot because I've done longer shows and it turns out that I sound like an idiot the long, you know, once that 20 minute mark hits, I probably sound like an idiot before that. But once that 20 minute mark hits, every second after that, I get dumber. So, um, there's lots of articles that uh, are out there that other podcasts, uh, Tesla and EV podcasts, are covering. So what I want to give you guys is a very nice um, mix. So if you listen to other Tesla podcasts, I don't want you to hear that have to hear the same thing every single day or every single podcast. That would get boring. I would that, that would drive me absolutely bananas. I listen to a lot of tech podcasts, and I have that's 
not that it's my pet peeve because I get it. They have to, you know, there's only so many tech stories, but, uh, and they have to cover them. And sometimes it's nice to hear different opinions, but by and large, it's like, okay, we've beat this to death. Um, even in the short news cycle that we have. So I try and pick unique stuff that I think you're going to enjoy. And then everything else that I think is interesting, I put on kilowatt.bz, like boy Z. And there's no advertising on that site. There's no like sign up for this. There's none of that crap. It's basically just where I dump the articles that I didn't uh, think would work so great on the show. So if you want to see all the stuff that I was looking at, go to kilowatt.bz, boy Z, and um, you can see all the cool stuff that I thought was interesting. Because this is how I prepare for the show, and I don't know if this is interesting or not. This is how I prepare for the show. I go through, uh, typically once a day, I go through all of my Tesla RSS feeds, and then also like tech feeds to see if something else kind of fell into that area. Um, and so I go through all my Tesla RSS feeds and then the heck feeds to find if something fell into the EV solar renewable energy area. And then I put that into an Instapaper. And once it's an Instapaper, then I'll sort it out and I'll put stuff that I think is show worthy into a folder and stuff that I think that I would like to add to the website. Um, onto a, like a second page and then when I do the show I put everything onto the second page uh, everything on the second page onto the website and then I you know clearly do the show and then I put all the other articles in the show notes and like one big giant thing on the website so I don't know if this is interesting or not um, I just I feel I feel a little guilty because there's so many things that I'd like to talk about, but I know if I don't constrain myself, um, I'm going to lose listeners because they get real stupid and real boring and just kind of blabby like I am now, for instance. So moving on, let's talk about some tech stories. Um, Inside EVs, Eric Loveday, who I want to call Lovejoy from The Simpsons, but it's Loveday. I wrote Lovejoy like three times and had to erase it. Um, Faraday Future is, um, they're having their fair share of problems. Executives are leaving, uh, production plants are being put on hold. And we've talked about this. We talked about this last week, I think. Um, it all kind of blends together. Um, but two former executives said that Faraday Future will launch 12 vehicles by 2026. Now that is in nine years. Um, effectively. So to that, I say you are having a S ton of problems for day future. And I know that you didn't release this or maybe you did. Um, it kind of, I don't know why two, uh, former executives would tout what the, where the company was going, um, to kind of bolster, um, interest in it. But, um, you know, next week they're all set to unveil on January third the new luxury car, which is going to be between one hundred fifty and two hundred thousand um, dollars, which is way out of the price range. It's more than a like the highest end Tesla, two hundred thousand um, dollars, and it's way outside of the range of what the normal person can afford by a long shot. And they haven't really had; they don't have any cachet. They don't have any like swagger. Um, all they have is this you know pretend car 
that's all wrapped up and it says that it beats the fastest production car in the world, which I guess is a Porsche. Um, and it's got videos and that's, that's merely interesting until you actually put out a car that, you know, can be sold on a semi, um, uh, sold at, at semi large levels, I guess. I don't know. You can't, you don't, you know, you're not going to sell a ton of $200,000 cars. Um, so whatever mass market is for that 200,000 car range, unless you can come close to that, I, I don't know that any of this stuff is that interesting. Not that I, I'm not a Faraday Future hater. I think what they're doing is really cool. Um, they're basically out of money and they're billionaire, um, kind of like, I don't know if he was like the main investor or maybe he's just the largest shareholder. He came in and stepped into the, the CEO spot and... If I'm getting this wrong because I'm confusing with something else, please email me. But I think this is the case. Um, I think this company's. I don't want them to go away. I want them to continue and I want them to be successful. So I'm not a hater. On the other side, um, if that is true, let's just release one car and get your production in Nevada up and going. Just let's do that. Let's not do anything else, just that one thing. Um. You don't have to beat Tesla. Tesla's been at it for way longer than you have. Um, you don't have to take as long as Tesla did either because they've got a lot of things in place. They've paved the road. Let's see here. Despite the financial issues. Yeah, extending himself this far, um, if that's really the case, because this is just a rumor, effectively, seems silly. Uh, Green Car reports Joe Volecker. Um, if you're looking for an affordable used EV, consider the five, the Fiat 500e and the Nissan Leaf. And I think I've talked about this in the past is also a really affordable car. You can pick one up for about $9,500 used. That was a former lease, but the Fiat E right now you can pick up for about 6,500 bucks. It's a three years, the car is three years old. They have between 30 and 40,000 miles on them because these leases are coming up. And I guess Fiat is just trying to get rid of them. Uh, the only caveat to that is um, those cars were only sold in Oregon and California. So if you want to buy one, you should probably contact a Fiat dealership in those states. You'll probably have better luck. But who knows? Maybe a Fiat dealership in your state will uh, will help you out. But I doubt it. They probably won't see much of a commission on $6,500. Um, let's see here. This next one is uh, Fred Lambert from Electric. Um, so one of the biggest hurdles for electric cars um, and mass adoption is is charging. So and there's two components to the charging. It's, um, you know, uh, available chargers like gas stations, superchargers for Teslas and other charging stations for other companies. But these, they have to be available and, you know, available where you are so if you're in the middle of Colorado and there's not one available that doesn't help you that there's 20 in a small area in LA you know so these superchargers need to be or chargers charging stations in general need to be available where you are and that's an important hurdle um, and then the next thing is um, the speed of charging like it takes a significant amount of time to charge a Tesla and I think it's like 45 minutes or 30 minutes or something like that. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, 
uh, feel free to write in. You know what? I'm just going to be wrong a couple of times or just give some inf misinformation, and hopefully somebody will write in and correct me. Let's hope. Um, so, yeah. So, the speed. So, um, Fred Lambert uh, asked Elon Musk on Twitter, and there's some exchange, and I, you know, I saw it, and 140-character conversation back and forth. But basically, he was just asking, you know, what what's the deal with Supercharger version 3? And um, Elon said the next Supercharger will have more than a 350-kilowatt uh, charging capability. So the current Superchargers version 2, they have 135 to 145 kilowatts charging capability, and the one previous to that was only 120 so this is a significant jump, almost three times from the version one. And he said it would be greater than 350 kilowatts. Um, so that would charge a 300-mile battery pack based on Fred's estimations in 15 minutes. Now, he says this would put you on par for gas stations. And I don't think it would because I can fill my car up in like five minutes. Um, and it's, you know, a fairly large minivan. Um, but I do think it would make it easier... Uh, for people to swallow that, you know, I'm going on a trip. I don't want to park my car for an hour at a supercharger so it can charge up so I can make it the rest of the way to California or whatever. So I do think it's a, I think it's a positive, don't get me wrong. But I don't think it's on par with gas stations because gas stations, I have, like, in the, there are gas stations, there are three gas stations on the corner from one another in a short drive from where my house is. So gas stations are plentiful. So that doesn't, I mean, the, the speed does kind of put them on par. It's probably another 10 minutes or so to fill up uh, at the supercharger than it is at the gas station. But there's still not enough superchargers. So this is all good news. Don't get me wrong, but the, the, the superchargers need to be put in place so that we can actually, you know, use them. When I say we, hopefully me in the future. Um, let's see, yeah. Uh, Oh, and the other thing about this is um, the current battery packs, uh, that would be too fast for them to charge because batteries in rapid heat and expansion, they don't always go well together. Ask Samsung about their phones. So um, rapid charging. So these are probably going to be redesigned vehicle or redesigned battery packs, and they're probably not going to be on current vehicles. Um, just a guess. I don't know everything about Tesla's battery packs, but I'm, that, that seems fairly reasonable. Um, this is uh, Fred Lambert again, um, and there's just kind of two quick stories here. Uh, next week, Tesla will be hosting a Q&A at the Gigafactory in, in Sparks, Nevada, where I used to live. Um, I'm guessing this is just to steal some thunder away from Faraday Future. Just give them a little poke, screw them up a little bit, and just kind of like, hey, welcome to the fray. Poke, poke, poke. Um, be my guess. I don't know. Maybe it was planned. It is CES that week anyway, the start of it. Um, and then something cool also from Fred Lambert. I'm getting another drink here. I'm starting to get raspy. So South Korea is considered opening a uh, opening its eighteen thousand dollar incentive program to Tesla. Um, currently, there's a rule in their incentive program that states that 
the char the car has to be charged fully in under 10 hours and that's charged via a regular 220 volt outlet which makes Tesla outside of that it's not going to charge in under 10 10 hours in a, in that um 220 volt outlet so they're looking at at dropping that rule so that people in South Korea can buy Teslas and qualify for that $18,000 and change uh, tax credit, which I think is incredible. And kudos to South Korea. That's a ton of money. And then there's a show on TV, and I see it advertised every now and again. And I kind of like the guy who, who hosts the show. I've seen him on some other things, but it's Adam ruins everything. Um, he does a thing on EVs and Tesla. And um, there's an article, and I'll post it in the show notes, and I'll post it also on the website. Um, he gets a lot of stuff wrong about EVs and the impact uh, that they have, the, the environmental impact. Um, and it's there's lots of things that he's quoting, and I'm sure he has a staff of researchers, and it's not just him looking all this stuff up. But there's lots of things that he's quoted that have already been debunked, so it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, it makes him look silly, but I would highly suggest looking at the article because it goes through step by step. And I'm not going to do that here because I'm going to exercise a little, um, let's see, editorial oversight on myself because I can feel my voice going and I won't be able to go through the whole article without um, just fading out completely. So uh, that's it. That's the end of the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys have a really safe New Year, New Year's Eve anyway. Well, New Year all total because 2016 has really kind of been a death show. Um, and then a bunch of other crap has happened on top of that. Um, so I hope you guys have a really nice, safe New Year's Eve. And I hope, oops, oh, man, I can't go one podcast without hitting something because um, I talk with my hands. Um, yeah, I hope you have a safe New Year's Eve and you have, um, a safe 2017. And you know what? And this is like truly from the bottom of my heart. Like we have more than doubled the numbers from last month, from November to December or November's numbers and December's numbers more than doubled again. And I, I can't thank you enough. My voice is cracking. Hold on. I can't thank you enough. I really appreciate every single person that listens to this show. It means a lot to me. And at the end of this, you know, 2016, where um, tons of people have died and, you know, political crap all around the world, not just here in the United States, is going on. Um, you know what? Uh, it sounds really petty on my side, but it brings, it's a, like a little ray of light for me. It 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 makes me happy. It's like... Um, that, you know, so many people tune in to listen to this show. It means a lot, and I really appreciate it. So thank you so much for listening to the show. I, from the bottom of my heart, really, really, really appreciate it. Um, so if you want to con contact me, <clears throat> Bodie, that's B-O-D-I-E, at 918digital.com. That's 918digital.com. That's where you can email me if you have something that you want to correct me on or, or give me a kudos or give me a different point of view. Please do email me, and I will put your email on the show. Also, you can phone call me, but I'm going to have to put that number in my sh uh, show notes, which I always do anyway. 
and you can leave a message because my iPad just died. So on top of everything else. Um, so I don't remember what the phone number is off the top of my head. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at 918digital.com. I do another podcast called Oblivious, and I talk about the AirPods this week. I, I kind of talk about my experiences with something different every week. So this week is the AirPods. And then, um, <clears throat> one second, please. Okay, perfect. And then if you, <laughs> and then if you want to, um, leave a review at your favorite, wherever you get your podcasts, that really helps out. Um, even if it's like, you know, Joe blows pod catching service, it, it helps. And I appreciate it. If you do it, I did, I would appreciate it if you did it. And that's it, man. Uh, and ladies, <laughs> sorry, dumbass. I'm an idiot. Um, like I said, every minute past 20 and right now, boom, we just hit 20 minutes. Um, but thank you guys ever so much for listening to the podcast again. I hope you have a really safe new year. Uh, good 2017 next week. I'm going to try and, um, I'm going to cover the Faraday future. I don't know if there'll be a lot of news, but I'm going to cover the Faraday future and the Tesla Q and a, and we'll try and squeeze some news in there. It might be an extra long podcast. And, uh, yeah, this time, really, I swear to gravy, this time it is the end of the podcast. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.